0: <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another NextLander podcast. Alex Navarro, how are you? Hot. Yeah, you are. Yes, I can concur. Hot. It is uh, 96 degrees right now outside here. I know the rest of the world is also
1: melting, at least. Oh, I don't think I'm alone on this one by any stretch. I just i'm hot so i'm i luckily have air conditioning
0: and i knock on wood. yeah rub it in why don't you yeah yeah i'm very happy because it is it is warm
1: it's hot
0: that is very hot all right uh abby russell
2: hello how are you i'm also hot but in a sexy way oh Ooh.
0: this is a sexy heat wave coming through mm-hmm. how are you doing
2: um, I'm doing well. Thank you so much for asking. I'm also toasty, but it's manageable, and I'm happy to be here.
0: Uh, thank you very much for coming on short notice. I had originally uh, promoted this one with one Jeff Bacalar, but he could not make it today. He is- I
2: could be Jeff Bacalar. Okay, let's hear it. Don't call me Seth Rogan. So what's up, Anyway, uh- going to go eat an edible. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh nailed it Yep, <laughs> nailed it won. wow okay you didn't mention pinball or hockey but we can get to oh, that shit. after the it's break he has four fruit. personality trades it's hard to get them all out at once yeah, so. yeah. uh yeah so thanks for calling I, we basically messaged abby about a couple of hours ago and said hey, can you do this podcast and you were on another show today
2: oh yeah i was on arcade pit just it's h- making the rounds uh-huh Uh
0: uh-huh, doing the circuit promoting uh-huh. what are you promoting you yep <laughs> promoting <laughs> your new bring movie? a clip yeah Yeah, of course. Uh,
2: uh, Here's me doing a scene with Meryl Streep.
0: Oh my gosh. Wow, Meryl? Meryl,
2: put down the gun! Oh my
0: god. Oh, she just took off her (laughs) glasses. You just went to Meryl's house. (laughs) 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 Yes, why is this filmed on your phone? Uh, We are here. We're going to talk today about Stray as Dusk Falls, Sifu, Forza Horizon, Into the Breach, and maybe The Sims... Thing, things are always getting shaken up. Shaken up walls. Yes, the round, the round walls sound very important. Uh, but first, <laughs> the banter. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> is this always how you set it up? Yeah. You just go let everyone know of. this is the banter time. And if you do it outside the banter time to get like fined or something, people
0: need to know what time it is. And now it is banter time. Um, am I, Let me ask you this Am I a bad parent because it's so ha- hot mm-hmm. out here? Um, not letting my kids just stay home in the air conditioning, and being like, "No, you have to go outside to camp and stay outside while I stay inside the air conditioning."
2: Do they have like? Why do they have to camp? Are they at a camp? Well, like
0: it's like a camp. It's like summer camp. So it's oh, like, yeah, it's like, like day
1: fine. camp, right? Like well, they come it's like home
0: work. Yeah, they're actually, I think, tomorrow going to one of the school's gyms to be inside because it's just oh, really? too damn hot to be outside. Yeah,
2: I mean, if they are expected to be at the the camp the camp should provide the n- necessary things to make sure they don't get heat stroke.
0: Okay. It's my opinion. You would hope. They hose Camp's them down. It's responsible. They're yeah. S- just like make sure the water. kids are
2: having a nice time in the heat.
0: I think today they were inside a place running around and then tomorrow, like I said, they have to go inside a gym to run around because it's it's like <laughs> too hot to be outside. Which is like like a bunch of young, sweaty kids running around just sounds disgusting to me. Like just uh-huh. like Hot, gross, and like, ugh. Like, when my kids, you were never such a kid. Well, like, when my kids come home and they're like, Dad, and like, very loving, want to give me a hug. I'm like, Oh my gosh, you're so gross right now. <laughs> this is this whole thing is disgusting, but you I- need to go have bath time right now and then we'll hug. <laughs> I love you. Do You want to
2: hear a disgusting story? Of course, all I always means. Do. about kids' sweat.
3: Yeah, okay. So,
2: like, I was on the dive team in high school. And for my freshman year, the pool we were at, uh, the swim team would go before us. And sometimes when we would dive, the water would be salty because of the sweat.
0: Ew! Uh-huh. Like there's there's like a couple disgusting? of things wrong with that. One being like, <laughs> so, the only way to tell that is because you tasted oh, yeah.
1: it. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, that's the thing, though. You don't necessarily have much choice when you're yeah. diving into the water. Sometimes it just gets in there, you know? Did you go yeah, up? It wasn't, were you like the high dive? Was it
0: like like a million feet? No, I
2: always did the one meter, which is the three feet off the water. Oh, okay. Um, because, I mean, I've done the high dive before, but most competitions weren't equipped with it for like high school stuff.
0: Oh, like it's some serious um, business.
2: Sure, sure. So yeah. it's like you have to use what you have. And so, pretty much everybody has the one meter.
0: So can you? What can you? What is like a? What is like a big? What's the thing off the one meter? Is it like a flip? What do you like a back? Yeah, flip? you do
2: flips. Can you how you rotations dives? Can I mean, can you call do? it a somersault, huh?
1: How many rotations can you do off that?
2: Can I do or uh, could I do?
1: Uh, could so you possibly I
2: could do? Could do a one and a half. Uh, let's see. I had a one and a half uh, front somersault. And then I had a one and a half reverse, which is where I go off the board, facing away from the board, but then I flip towards the board. Oh my gosh. So like I'm flipping backwards, but moving forward. But
0: not hitting your head on the board.
2: Correct. And then I I could also do a one and a half inward, which I did almost hit my head on the board that one. That's where you face the board and then dive forward
1: one and a half. Oh my gosh. A flip and a half. I don't know if I could watch like.
2: I feel like I maybe got a. I don't think I got a double. I think that seems crazy. Uh,
1: so if you do double one... feels like that's that's like kind of the apex of the short board.
2: Yeah. If I the... was like working on my one and a half back flip, I think.
0: So is that facing it. the board when you go off? a back or is it back, Yeah, it's like okay. facing
2: the board, but you go backwards. So that one's not so scary.
0: Do you run, or you just start at the end of the board?
2: So you have an approach, is what they call okay. it, which is like if you're moving forward, so for like a front somersault or for a reverse where you're moving forward, you do the approach, and you have sort of a special where you have to kind of bounce. And yes. so you get like one jump, <laughs> and then you do the flip into the water. And then when you're doing an inward or a backflip, um, you have i sort of stand on the edge of the board on my tippy toes yeah. and then i kind of bounce and then go woo and then i do it oh
0: man and when you do an a he- if you do a half one you're still mm-hmm. going in head first right so there's one full yeah. rotation
2: yeah it's like imagine a flip into a dive
0: a flip that i can flip imagine the a dive. full I can see that. yes one, yeah
1: but you the do a full
2: flip and then you die and then you do enough to be able to dive into the water and land it with your head
1: okay no there's How no splashy were you
2: I mean, the ideal thing is you don't want to be splashy at all. If you're right. splashy, you'll lose points. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Is like so how splash.
1: how good did you get at not splashing?
2: I mean, I was pretty good at not mm. splashing. I would say my coach was always kind of jealous because I had good because it's like you want because when you dive in, you don't dive like with flat right. with your hands sort of like this. You dive in with like flat hands, so it like hits your palm essentially, right. um, and it makes a really nice noise when you have a good thing. So my diving coach is always like, "You always get a good noise." I'm jealous, and so she like was like, like little, "Really?" It's more hit. like
1: a little bloop kind of into the water.
2: I guess so. Yeah, it's kind of like a little smacky noise. It yeah, sounds like you're smacking the water.
0: Are there like fun tricks? Like you know, like oh, if you if you like spit into the water before you go in, it breaks the surface <laughs> or something. Or, Like you know, if you scream at the water, <laughs> scream um, at the water. They do
2: some some meets we would go to. Some pools would have a hose that sprays into the water, so you can see the where you're landing.
0: Ooh, okay. And yeah. the board has like a, a rough texture on it, right? So it's not. Oh slippery. yeah, it's like sandpaper. It's like I slipped sandpaper. once and
2: I still have scars. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh, all right, let's just stop this conversation. <laughs>
2: like, I love diving. You so too fun. far, Vinny. <laughs> I don't like
0: heights at all and like diving boards also, even like a three foot <laughs> off the off the ground one, there's like something, like professionals and amateurs that are doing it, they know what they're doing. But when I see kids and people being like, oh, sure. Just like running around and a leg flips out and they go off sideways, it's just, I just,
2: I only I mostly just get scared if people do that thing where they're like trying to splash people on the side and they like jump towards the edge of the pool because that's so dangerous because like you might hit the edge of the pool. Oh my
0: god, mm-hmm. people don't do that, do they?
2: Yeah, like you jump off the side splash. of the board. It's like they'll run off the board and kind of like do a leap over to like where people are standing by the pool.
0: <laughs> oh my god, We're not we like on baby. the dive
2: team, but I feel like I would see that like who at would the do local that?
0: Pool. Not off anything the higher than like the three foot freaks. one. Not like yeah, a twenty five yeah. foot one. No, yeah, they're like- not
2: like trying to <laughs> hit the concrete but it always scared me that they were going to oh
1: Vinny man. i just told you a story like a week or two ago about uh, me and my dumbass friends jumping off a high school roof into the pool
0: yes yes do you remember you my didn't react day like that? that oh
1: my gosh inside i just imagined <laughs> you like splatting on the the concrete yeah, there. that terrifying. is terrifying bad news the really fun one was the guy who rode the skateboard down the roof and then did an ollie off the roof into the pool. Okay, That's, 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 that's a just, cool guy right there. I did not do that. Did, did it tell you right now. the
2: board? Did the board get in the water?
1: Yeah, but it was like an old board. He didn't really care. Yeah. Did he, actually, he just thought it would be fun. Did he actually hit the ollie or did he just kind of like sail off? It was a pretty shitty ollie, but he did it <laughs> okay. and it got him <laughs> where he needed to go without hurting himself. And Nobody
0: well, took cool. a bike off there? Nobody did like a, a BMX bike? No, I think that's too water? much money. Hmm. How do you get it in the water? Oh, hard to. No, it's out. just like
2: I would be afraid I would land on the bike going into the water. How
0: do you yeah. get it on the roof? That's, That's the other thing. another
2: good question. Kids are really good. Kids are really good. at That's true. They're were too resourceful.
0: All right, let's get into the games. I'm glad you're here, Abby, because uh, uh, we have two professional cat owners. Two, two experts.
2: <laughs> two. Yeah, I get paid to own a cat.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, the cat pays you to own uh, it, it. So we have oh, I two, two wish. <laughs> two cat owners uh I owned a cat previously but of course here I'm talking about stray your dog mm-hmm. is basically a cat so I feel like it counts yeah my my dog is very cat like uh, how's he doing he's okay he's got a uh, so he's got allergies that make mm. him itch uh, a little nerd
2: dog yeah
0: he's got nerd allergies he wears glasses now too and just kind of <laughs> watches anime all the time
1: uh, he doesn't no, bark he... so much. as so He just kind of goes bluh, buh, 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 all the time. Uh,
0: so he uh, he has allergies, and the doctors are like, "Oh, he needs this shampoo. You got to like wash him, you know, twice a week with the shampoo." And uh, we don't do that. And twice a week. I know, and uh, and then so it was getting better because he, he, when he scratches, sometimes he like uh, scratches too much on, on oh. for the itches. And it was getting it, so it got better, but I guess it didn't get better enough. And they're like, "So are you? How many times are you guys washing him?" And we're like, "You know, semi
1: regularly. We never did it. We're like, you know, <laughs> a little how bit we, here, a little bit there.
0: I think we said like probably less than we should." <laughs> and they were like, <laughs> "Okay, then you need to like do it every day now." Uh, and we're like, oh, "Okay." So when we got home, we're like, "Okay, we're just gonna do it twice a week. We're gonna go back to bring, bring him
2: in into the, the shower way. when you shower."
0: Yeah, I should do that because he loves going in the, the he does not like water. He's Oh like, really? No. I've always
2: had dogs who are pretty chill about they either loved water or were just like kind of okay about the bath. Yeah. So I can't imagine. That seems that seems tough.
0: He uh I mean he'll suffer it, but he doesn't like being in there. He doesn't like yeah. you gotta give him a lot of treat. So anyway, he's doing fine though. He like I said, it, it's better. It's just um he needs to just get his special bath time, I guess. Mm-hmm. Every week. But uh yeah, he's very cat-like. He likes to perch, and
1: he's a big dog. He likes and to jump on the back of the couch and walk around it.
2: That's so cute. I love that. It's,
1: it is, except like that small. he's also like 60 pounds or something. <laughs> like,
2: That's even better. I love dogs who don't know their size.
3: Yeah,
0: he's a big dog. Big dog. Uh, let's talk about Stray, shall we? Mm-hmm. Uh, you've all played some Stray? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, think I started I'm about, it last night. I think about four hours into it. Okay, so Alex, I feel like you're pretty much near the end, possibly. Yeah, it's like six hours total, right? Yeah, I finished it, and it can't be it can't be more than six. I don't know; it didn't feel that long. Uh, and Abby, you feel like you're still pretty near the beginning?
2: I don't know. I played it for a little while. I, I feel like I was focusing more on stuff that seemed more like side questy type, mm, like people in town, yeah. do little errands for them or whatever.
1: Exploring the space.
2: Exactly. So I wasn't really in a rush to see the story.
0: I um. So, Stray, you play as a cat. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Very much play as a cat. And I think, I want to say they do a really good job of the cat like nature of you as the character. There's a meow button. Mm-hmm. You just push it. I you-
2: love spamming that thing. My cat talks so much and, meow, meow, meow.
0: And you can do it during like a lot of cutscenes, not the pre rendered ones, obviously, but a lot of places where you could just meow. There mm-hmm. are spots where you could just curl up and nap.
1: For mm-hmm. no good reason. Sometimes on the various robot people that sort of inherit in, in, in embody the the universe that you're in, mm-hmm. you can sometimes uh, rub up
0: against their legs. I don't know if there's yeah. an official cat term for that, except rubbing up against their legs. It's just rubbing. Yeah. Because you nailed it. Uh, and then there's a lot of like pawing at things to knock them off tables and uh, walking on keyboards and and all of that, mm-hmm. so pulling down drapes.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: I don't. There's also spots where you just kind of um, dig your claws into carpets and stuff sometimes for no reason. No, there's a reason because it was there. Oh, because it was there because <laughs> it's a cat reason. Like I said, yeah. very cat-like.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, so the cat mechanics I think are very good. It takes place in a universe where you, uh, you kind of quickly find out that organic life is kind of gone, or 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 something very bad happened. Not only to the humans, but it seems like most organic life uh, and whether it's a self-inflicted thing, it kind of seems like it is, like humans kind of uh, went out and the robots have taken over and they seem like they are robots that were kind of, um, you know, it's hinted at that, oh, they acquired sentience somehow and kind of went on after the humans uh, disappeared and they have their own civilization now.
1: Yeah, I feel like the implication is, so like the, the place that they occupy is this enclosed structure that is... I can't can't tell if it was sealed off beforehand or if it was just like the humans left and they were just kind of stuck there. But like your cat falls into this place like after being on the outside with your cat friends, which by the way, if they don't fucking reunite you with your cat friends by the end of this game, I'm throwing my PS5 in the garbage.
2: I agree 100%.
1: And then so, but yeah, like they've been left in there for hundreds of years and it seems like the way they acquired sentience was they were stuck there so they just started um, emulating human society because they had nothing no other framework to work from which also includes all like sort of like the weird classist like hey all the rich robots live in midtown and then all yeah. the you know the other robots live in the slums but also there's no real reason for that hierarchy other than they just decided to copy human society whole cloth
0: yeah, so it's got this kind of like Final Fantasy VII Midgar like plate structure to it, where there's a lower plate that's like the slums. There's an elevator that takes you to the upper tiers, and then there's you know there are the Richie Rich zones and the control centers and, and all that stuff. And it is enclosed, and a lot of this is explained by the end of the game. You do get a lot more information and info dump at the at towards the end and as things head to a conclusion. Uh you also kind of quickly once you're inside you're I guess you're a smart cat and once you're once you're in this area you get this little drone that uh friend, befriends you and you carry around with you uh that oh, I forget what, it's like L2 something something
2: B12 B12
0: B12 uh that can translate for you and and as the player can interact you know you you can I don't think the cat's really getting all the the information but For the player, it's nice to have the text on the screen. And B12 interfaces with the robots most of the time and is how you kind of interact with the digital parts of the world. The honest to
1: God best part of the game is when they first put that that little harness on you and the cat just goes flat and just doesn't want to walk (laughs) anywhere. Let me tell you right now, I have done that to our (laughs) older cat a couple of times and that is exactly what she does. Okay, I also
2: found that very satisfying.
1: Yeah, because you kind of can't move too well for a while. Yeah. Yeah. They don't make it last super long. No. And
2: sometimes uh, you can also like get a bag on your head, and yeah, then you're like also mm-hmm. can't walk whilst you're like walking into walls. <laughs> the controls so.
1: basically just reverse at that point. Yeah, uh, it's th- fun. There's a lot of like jump up on a,
0: a shelf, and just everything goes flying off the shelf and falls with clatters and clangs. There's a lot of <sighs> knocking paint cans over, but generally the robots are pretty happy to see you. Uh, there is um, a kind of threat out there called the Zer- zerg. Zerg,
2: zerg is it zerg? Or I
0: think I- it's zerg. Am I just thinking of StarCraft?
2: Zerk?
1: Zerk? It made Zerk.
2: I'm playing it in French, so maybe don't ask me.
1: Did any of you know beforehand that this game was made by a French studio?
2: I did, because I saw a preview, and okay. it was a French person mm. speaking about the game.
1: Okay, I had no idea, and as soon as I booted this thing up and got into that world, I was like, this is a French motherfucking video game, <laughs> and I could not quite figure out exactly what the je ne sais quoi of that was, <laughs> why do I think this is French, but it turned out I was right, and it's just something about the art design and the robot design and the way everyone kind of like gesticulates and emotes mm. feels very French. And I don't know if that's offensive at all, but like that is just—it <laughs> is the vibe I picked up immediately.
0: Those French robots are very offended, and I'm offended for them.
2: Well, they did make all the robots carry around baguettes and smoke cigarettes, <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. and they're yeah, all so going all oh, oh, yeah. over um, and over again.
2: Yeah. You're like, "Where's the Eiffel
3: Tower?" <laughs>
0: uh, it's 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 fun to explore. It's it's got um, I'd say the first chapter feels well. I think it's the first chapter. The first time you're in the main. It opens up to a kind of a big city. When you're in the slums and you're kind of walking around Mm -hmm. the city, yeah, feels the densest, and 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 it's got the most side stuff to explore, and it feels like, oh my gosh, yeah. So that has the most memories. It feels like to uncover the most quests you're doing. It feels like it has side quests, and after that, it kind of gets on rails a little bit more, Mm -hmm. and you're kind of that's a bummer to hear. Yeah, there are still more memories to do, but fewer side quests. So I didn't leave that slum area for a long time because. I couldn't find the last
1: can of Coke or whatever I needed to get. To oh, the buy energy drink! Yeah, I was yeah. short one, and then at a certain point, I was like, you know what? I don't care enough about this collectible. I'm just yeah. gonna go. Yeah, same here. I I just
0: left, and I just couldn't find it, and I was like, oh okay, I'm just gonna go. Kind of glad I did. And uh, it, the game also turns a little more actiony after that, where oh. you wind up in battles with the so the I think it's the Zerg or the Zerk, but the the little they're little parasites. They're basically little critters that they're are
1: bacteria that have mutated.
0: Yeah, and they eat metal oh. and everything. And uh they'll they'll chase you, they'll chase the robots, and so you wind up having to engage with them in ways that are run away from them or you got to get some uh, uh a weapon to take them on and it's a little more actiony which I didn't I mean, the weapon
1: is is not a gun, it's more of like, you know, you remember it's in Blade light. when they get the yeah. UV lamp and they just start using that to, like, explode the vampires? Wait, it's... does the
2: cat get the weapon?
1: Yeah, the you robot. Just have this I wish the cat light. had a
2: gun, though. <laughs> I wish the cat had a gun.
0: Yeah, puts it in his little paw and it's just like... Yes. Uh, Say you know, meow it's... again,
1: motherfucker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, so it gets a little action-y and those sequences are pretty much fun. I do hate every time the cat dies, it makes me bummed, where, like...
1: Cat they don't a cat linger on yet. it, which yeah. I give them credit for. They don't like make the the deaths particularly gruesome.
0: No, not at all. But like, still sad. And also, yeah. also when the cat gets its paw hurt every like once. In I while. know. But then scary.
2: it seems fine. I was it. like, "Do we have to find like a little doctor?" And then it was like, "Oh no, we just slept a little bit. Now we're walking, okay?"
1: Yeah, yeah. Like a lot of the little things, like you know, you know, having areas where you can go drink water or whatever. Like they don't feel like they actually have anything to do with anything. It's more just like you can do it because it's there. Yes. yeah.
2: Which I don't hate. I think that's there's a certain charm to it, especially with you being a cat. <laughs> I like that it really feels like you're a cat, and the cat doesn't necessarily care. just yes. like, mm-hmm. well, now I have this drone on my back, so I got something to do. But I'm a cat, and I'm gonna sit on this pillow for an hour. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like, I love when, you know, th- th- like, its direct interactions are still feel very cat-like, you know, like, there's this part where the B12 gets knocked down for a little bit, and the cat's way of dealing with it is just to start batting it around like a ball <laughs> for a little while until yes. it comes back to life. Like, that feels right. Like, that yeah. feels like the way you do, like, the right way for to approach that situation. Yeah.
2: In the preview, I saw a lot of. They said that a lot of the uh, developers had cats, and I, if I'm misremembering, because I don't know how remote it was, but I feel like they were saying that like they had cats around the office, so people could just like constantly <laughs> see like what what's this cat doing while they're like making it. I'm I feel like you definitely get that feeling
1: pre-pandemic. Yes. I'm sure they were together because they've been working on this game since yeah. like at least 2016.
2: Oh, really? Yeah, I guess that makes sense.
1: It's fun. I like it. It's um,
0: it's. Pretty short, but I think it's it doesn't
1: doesn't need to be long. It doesn't feel like yeah. a game that would benefit from being super long. Like it seems yeah. like they have a story they want to tell and they just kinda of wanna do it and get out.
2: It's also thirty bucks or free if you have like the PlayStation special PlayStation thing. So it's yes. not like it's trying to be a sixty dollar game anyway.
0: Yeah. And I think even there there's like a free trial you can get if you really just wanna Get straight. I didn't
2: know about until after I bought uh,
0: um, <laughs> um, for the for the PlayStation Plus stuff. So yeah, it's I, I think it's worth checking out if you're if you're interested in playing as a cat. I think that I think that stuff. I think really that's what it is. Like if you like cats, uh, I mean you two are cat lovers, mm-hmm. cat <laughs> owners. What do you think uh, in terms of like the cat appeal on this one?
1: I I would say that. Like, my partner's really enjoying watching me play it. She's mad that the whole game isn't just you and your cat friends from the <laughs> beginning just running around doing cat stuff.
3: Uh-huh. But
1: also, she still likes the game. She thinks the robots are cute. I think I think the robot personalities are really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I do kind of wish there was just a version of this game that was just you and your cat <laughs> friends running around causing mischief in the post-apocalyptic world or something, Tokyo Jungle style.
2: Yeah. I like the cat. I think the cat's good. Pro cat. I think mm-hmm. if you like cats, it's good. I also was uh impressed I don't know if impressed is the right word, but seeing the preview, it seemed like the puzzles were really light. And they, they do still feel kinda light, but they're they still feel more robust than I was expecting. So I was happy that it didn't feel as like it didn't just feel like a walking simulator than you're a cat. It felt like there's like a little bit of challenge, you know, you get to explore an area. I enjoyed that aspect of it.
1: Yeah, it's puzzles that can be solved just by being thorough and just exploring everywhere and doing what you need to do. And I think the jump like mechanics are also pretty good. Like it feels like when they tell you there's a place you can go, you don't have to fiddle with it very much. It just kind of lets you do it.
0: Yeah, there are some areas that feel like you should jump to that you can't. Uh, They're pretty well signposted in the the slums because they have that like pigeon wire on them. Yeah, they have Like, like
1: the spikes up.
0: Yeah, uh, later on there are some areas you're like, ah, it feels like you're just artificially telling me I can't go there. And there are some there are some stealth mechanics later on, and I I don't know, stealth stuff is tricky. I, don't, I,
1: I hate stealth battle I mean, states. There are very few animals that are better at stealth uh, yeah. than the cat. Yeah,
0: you know, especially when the cat gets that, that giant gun. Uh, no, they're nature's perfect Dude, killing machines, I man. I want
2: the cat to have a gun. <laughs> Why didn't they give the cat a gun?
0: Uh, because it gets that cool little robot that can like phase matter into existence or not, which is is pretty good.
2: Oh yeah, that is fun.
0: Uh, it's neat. I like it. There, are, you can go back and so there are missable memories as you go. You don't get to revisit areas after you pass through them, but you can go back and replay the chapter. Not my favorite mechanic, mm. uh, mm-hmm. because you have to go back and kind of redo a whole chapter. Or, or yeah. to find the, the memories. Memories are basically for the robot, uh, the um, drone friend, B-12, uh, has lost its memory. And so the memories are unlockable things that do add flavor to the world, though you do, throughout the course of just the story, figure out that narrative. Um, right. Uh, the flavor stuff is nice. And I wanted to get them all, but I, I didn't. I missed quite a few. So that is Stray, out now. 30 bucks? 30 bucks. 30 bucks 30
2: smackers
0: 30 smackers Is it
2: on everything or is it a PlayStation exclusive?
0: It's PlayStation and I believe on PC. Computers. Um, I can double check that, but it is not I on Xbox. That sounds about right. Yeah. So, 30 bucks across the board there. Uh, catch it out now. Thumbs up
1: from the cat experts.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I finished it and I would say four Cat bucks out of five, maybe, would be where I Did you say cat butts? Cat sure, I'll go with cat butts. Big old cat
1: butt. Big old cat. Do the cats have butts in this? I assume they must.
2: Do they show the cat's butthole in this?
1: They must. You can't really get a zoom in uh, to that degree. I'm Mm. sure there is a cat butthole somewhere in there, but like you can't they don't really let you get that close in person th-
2: what's the real i feel like if this game were realistic they would have a shot where like the camera's kind of stuck for a second the cat uh, just walks across yeah it stands there and you just see his butthole it's his
0: butthole right and then there's just like you yeah. can't control the cat while it just like, like hey, cleans hey, itself hey, yeah, for a while exactly just like, i was going say oh this, g- if
1: this game was really realistic there would be long stretches where the game where you would just lose control and the cat <laughs> would just be cleaning itself and refuse yes. to do what you want it to do <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> yeah Kind of very good natured, um, mm-hmm. yeah. It's you know like somewhere in the middle there. I, I don't think it's perfect, but I think it's really enjoyable.
2: Yeah, I think it's really charming too.
0: Yeah, it's charming. You don't get a lot of games like this, and it's different. All right, yeah. We're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna come back with as dusk falls. So stick around. This week's show is brought to you by Rocket Money rad shoemaker
1: Alex Navarro I bet you guys have subscriptions I had a lot of subscriptions I had too many subscriptions and at a certain point I had to drill down I had to I had to focus I had to make sure that I did not have so many subscriptions anymore
0: You had to take time out of your day my busy schedule your time which is worth more than anything to find those subscriptions and cancel brad shoemaker do you live a subscription lifestyle
1: i am just a walking monthly bill at this point.
0: <laughs> it's the world we live in if you need help boy guys i got some uh, i got some news for you rocket money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions monitors your spending and helps you lower your bills all in one place. It says here that most people think they're spending $80 on their subscriptions, when in reality, the number is closer to 200 My god. What are we even doing? With Rocket Money, you can easily cancel the ones you don't want with just the press of a button. Rocket Money also lets you monitor all your expenses in one place, recommends custom budgets based on your past spending, and they'll even send you notifications when you've reached your spending limits. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions and manage your money the easy way. By going to rocketmoney.com/nextlander. That's rocketmoney.com/nextlander. rocketmoney.com/nextlander. Thanks Rocket Money. And we're back. And let's talk about as dusk falls. This one has a pretty, I'll just say, divisive art style. A lot of hay has been made about uh, the art and animation in this. I don't mind it. I understand why some people would not like it. It's uh, basically an adventure game. Alex, uh, you raising your hand.
1: Yeah, it's me. I'm some people. I just want so, everyone to know I'm some people.
0: So I think there are a couple of things here. One is the art style. That's probably the most the, the biggest thing that people have been talking about. The other is, you know, it's... um. And, you know, we should mention that when I say this is kind of narrative focused, in a Quantic Dream, in a supermassive way, this is made by ex-Quantic Dream folks, so, you know, there is pedigree there for that. But it is a pretty serious narrative adventure game. Maybe to a fault. It could be to a fault. And it has, it it branches, you know, in that telltale-ish way, also supermassive way. Quantic Dreamway.
1: So Alex, tell me about your thoughts of the art style. So this is a game where the the objects in the environment and other things in the background will move at a regular like 30, 60 frames whatever. But the characters move in this kind of like photograph animation style where it's like each new emotional response will change kind of the frame of animation for the character. But it's mostly still frames just kind of Wisping through the environment and kind of moving around through the scene. And it's not that I don't think you can do something like that that looks good. Like, to me, the immediate, like, inspiration here feels like... ...they are kind of trying to base this a little bit on that DS game, Hotel Dusk. But that game had this really interesting pencil sketch, art style Mm -hmm. to it. And here, they've kind of done a watercolory filter pass on what look like actual actors... And it doesn't look great. It looks like, and the way they have the faces kind of contort to, you know, show emotion, and the way stuff kind of moves juxtaposed against like the full full animated backgrounds, it's just awkward looking, is my opinion. It's
0: got a little. um, Okay, you, you, if you if you haven't seen the game, it's easy enough to go look it up and see it in motion. Um, what is it? T- Tim Heidecker it was go sees
1: the mayor Tim and whatever. Tim, the yeah. Ma- yeah. Tom goes to the mayor, which <laughs> yeah, Tom, again, Tom I goes think also does this better because it is not trying to be deathly serious about it.
0: It's got a little bit of that. And the reason it reminds me of that, because, uh, Tom goes to the mayor is a little bit more of weird mm-hmm. expressions caught. Like, you know, like you took the picture yeah, out of Tim weird Heidecker time
1: faces. Yeah. Yes,
0: yeah. Like just mouth wide open, like, Oh, you know, that <laughs> stuff. And there's a lot of that in this game. I don't mind it. I I I think it looks okay. Uh I also understand, you know, this is a this is a $30 game. Uh also, it's on Game Pass, it's on it's on PC as well. Uh, there's a lot of branching, and I think it would be very hard to animate out with all of this stuff. If you went if you went FMV, you'd have a lot of branching paths that you'd have to re-record a lot of scenes over for the voiceover. It's right. it's fully voiced. Uh if you went any kind of animation, Same thing. If you went just stills, I think people would have just called it an overblown visual novel, which not to use that as a pejorative. I just think that's probably not what they were going for. Right. So I kind of get it. And once I saw that they show you the kind of branching nature of the game, just outright in an outline.
1: Yeah. It's sort of like Detroit where there's like that long stretch of like what look like tournament brackets that show you all the different like branching paths that you have taken
0: and dead ends and all that stuff. Yeah, I, I get it. So I don't mind that <sighs> the, the art style. And again, you can just go look it up and see it if, you, if, you're, if you're interested in that. Um, the story, though, is um, it is very self-serious. It is, it is not played for laughs. No. It's a tough one to pull off um, in the best of ways, you know, with these kinds of games. Your mileage is going to vary. They take on a lot of pretty serious stuff out of the gate there there's
1: there's death there is like you know child endangerment
0: there is infidelity
1: there's you know like terminal one of the characters has like you know brain tumors like it's it's, all kind of all over the tragedy map yeah
0: there's a lot of violence in it uh and you know and again not violence played for laughs not particularly stylized no no and it's you know it's violence to be terrifying and a lot of, of threatening situations and I've only played through as far. I haven't played it anymore since we played it on the stream. So I'm up to whatever chapter that was. I think we got up to chapter and we at the three. end of chapter two. End of chapter two. So it's it's kind of intense. It's kind of an intense game, and it's going for a ratcheted up intensity to make the choices you make in the game feel like they have a lot of consequence and weight. And I, I think they do for the most part. I think your mileage is going to vary a lot on this one in terms of does the story hit or are you just kind of sighing your way through a lot of this stuff?
1: The really vexing thing for me is that there is a really neat idea in there, which is the Twitch integration that they do Mm. where when you're playing in a streaming situation, you can essentially allow your channel's people to vote for the different dialogue options. It is but I think it makes more sense in a game that is a little less dire in tone. Mm. Because here it's basically like, hey, do you want to let the chuckleheads in your chat vote for the situation that will probably get someone shot in the face? <sighs> like, that doesn't really feel like the kind of thing that you should be have like a bunch of people voting capriciously on. But the mechanic itself is cool. It's a neat idea. I think games like this could definitely do something with it. And the way it's implemented is neat. It's just that, like, from what I got from the early goings of that story, it just feels like a weird one. Like, do I really want Twitch voting on how I deal with this conversation with my wife because she's cheating on me? And, <laughs> and you know, a lot of the options, some
0: some options do seem like they are the the outside. There's, like, two or three kind of normal options and one that's, like, way outside. Yeah. Uh in my playthrough I, I in my play my personal playthrough, not on the stream one, I played it pretty straight and serious on the stream one. I was trying to pick a little bit more on the outside, at, which because I thought it was you know, hey, nobody's ever going to see these, right? But we played the multiplayer even locally, and it's kind of democratic. It's like, oh, Alex Brad and I would vote for options and if there's a deadlock you have to vote again. So you have to go for oh. the majority to vote. And it's kind of interesting you get overrides. Each player gets like a three, three each yes. overrides but it's also very card game like where you can
1: just stack those. So Alex and I, I think it was a thing of it was Brad and I, we were, or no, you yeah, got right, it was yeah. you and me. We were fucking overriding each other over and over and over again. So we just burned
0: all six of our overrides in one segment because I wanted to watch TV while the guy was supposed to be packing up, and Alex was like, no, we need to pack. So I would hit my button, then he'd immediately hit his, and I would hit <laughs> mine again, and it, it we just burned through all of them very quickly, and I thought that was pretty fun. The thing with the Twitch integration that's needed is it shows the person who it shows the name of the username underneath the choice as soon as they vote. So it's, there's no anonymous voting. Really. You can kind of see oh. the names take up and be like, who are you voting for this? And I think that's kind of a neat mechanic as well. But, I, I the the consequences can be pretty serious like you know it's again it's not it's not like a super massive game like the quarry or any of those the dark pictures games where you're like ah, oh, this goofball slipped down a hill and now is impaled on a <laughs> spike it's like oh no this went very bad and i kind of feel bad about how all this went and people are genuinely upset so it, it's pretty serious
1: I would love it if this studio took whatever they learned from this and tried to apply this to a story that was maybe a little less, de- like, Tragic. deeply into entrenched in this idea of I'm we are telling a very serious crime family drama type story. Like, I don't know. I just I just I feel like the thing they are trying to do just does not necessarily jive all the way with the mechanics they are introducing, which are neat.
2: Yeah, I feel like those kind of games always work best with like sort of like the we're trying to be serious but it's turning out campy like uh heavy rain or just like the until dawn type games where it's like we are a CW show, we are a soap opera. Yeah. And I think that works much better than like we're being real here. You know what I mean? Like there needs to be a better balance.
1: There is a serious dearth of camp here. Like this feels very much like we are trying to do a Breaking Bad type thing, where it's like you know, it's a lot of like intense drama and people doing really fucked up shit, and you know, it's not like uber dark, but it's it's just like adult drama enough to where I just feel like it isn't quite playing.
0: Yeah, it's somewhere. I would say it's somewhere between that Breaking Bad, Pre- Pre- Breaking, Breaking Bad, Breaking <laughs> Bad prestige TV stuff, and like an after-school special. It's like caught yes. in some middle
1: ground oh. there where they're trying to teach you the acting Uh, is very middle like after school special Mm. and
0: and the and some of the character reactions are a little overwrought sometimes like a Mm -hmm. little like oh humans don't necessarily react (laughs) this way or like the choices you're making are too stupid even for humans like this right these are just bad choices you're just doing this so you can like in an after school special put up some drama (laughs) you know like nobody would actually do this uh Overall though I am I'm, I'm it's also a game that playing on stream when you're trying to have a stream it, like I think like you said Alex the mechanics maybe sometimes are chafing up against the content yes. where oh do you want this to be a party game because we're having kind of a serious thing here mm-hmm. and we need buy in from everybody and it's not a smiley good time game and maybe this is better just for my living room in a personal setting uh though they they kind of want you to play multiplayer. There's a lot of multiplayer baked
1: into the whole thing. It seems so, like that's the way it's intended to be
0: yeah. played. So, it's, so that's, it's interesting. I I applaud them uh, for the effort and for what's going on here because I like these kinds of games. It's a step away from an FMV game, but I like this stuff and I'm I tired of what Quantic Dream was doing for a lot of reasons, but mm-hmm. you know, some of their stuff was extremely overwrought as well. So mm. uh, I'm kind I mean, of i I'm le- way
1: less annoyed at this game than I was Detroit. So I'll <laughs> say that
0: much. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I'm, I'm curious to see where they go. I'm actually curious to finish this one up, but I don't know. It's kind of exhausting. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, the, the, it's like emotionally, it's emotionally exhausting. Like it's, I, I was thinking about popping on it last night and was like, I don't know if I want to see, where some of this goes right now i think i think we just we left it in kind of a dark place where mm-hmm. there's just no good options so we'll see as dusk falls i don't hate it i'm like i'm middle of the road on it right now
1: i, th- I think I, I don't love I it i don't hate it either but i'm like just below the middle of the road yeah. i think like not incentivized to see any more and to seek it out i don't want to go play it on my own
0: mm. abby what do you think uh, having heard all that
2: I'm I'm intrigued. I mean, I think hearing that it's on Game Pass, I'm like, sure, I'd try it if it's on Game Pass. <sighs> mm-hmm. I don't think I would buy it based off of what y'all are saying. But I like a good game where you can make some choices. Definitely.
0: So it is definitely a game is about choices. Yeah. Um, I'd say if you do jump into it, uh, if you have Game Pass and you jump into it, things don't really start moving until a little ways in. It's a little hmm. slow at the top. I'd say until you switch back to... Um, there are three brothers until you get to about that point, things really start popping off, uh, uh, in, in terms of the narrative. I think before that, it seems a little like, Oh, are we doing what, what kind of, is it, is this just a family drama? But things escalate pretty quickly once you're back okay. up with the brothers. Okay.
2: Interesting. Noted. Yeah, I also need to play the quarry, so I feel like that's definitely more on my list. I than... would play
0: that one first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that one's goofy fun, and I actually would play that again, I think, maybe before. Do you
2: want to? They have uh, online co-op now. Let's so do it, Vinny.
0: We have to look into the online co-op, because I don't think it's like his, uh, the dark pictures stuff. I don't think it's like, oh, oh, really? oh, you take control over this person, I'll take control over this. Oh. I think it's more... Um, you share the experience. I have to look okay. into it more. Uh, I, I do. I am Either curious, way I'm down. Yeah, that's Corey's fun. Corey's fun. If not, I didn't love the ending of it, but it, it's fun. We need to make some better choices. We might have, have more they Corey ever stuff.
2: Nailed the ending on those. Um,. Like I feel like the endings are always like, really, or it's like. I feel like. Well, the whole thing was can't be goofy, so I guess sure we're here. You know what I
1: mean. I feel like you and I mostly nailed the ending of House of Ashes. Like we definitely got a couple people killed, but like we, I feel like we got what would qualify as a good ending to that game. Yeah, the
2: problem is that the one I'm remembering with the like school bus. No, no, that's okay. uh,
1: House of Ashes, the Iraq War one. Yeah, you're thinking oh, of the really- uh, the
0: house that went on fire one with the yes. with the professor and the
2: that <laughs> ending was like okay yeah
0: sure yeah. and I think that was the one of the better endings. like that was the most comp- one of the more complete endings that one was not great either the uh, the problem that we ran into with the quarry was we blew it like in, at like the one yard line we just we like basically fumbled the ball to continue this bad sports analogy uh, and so <laughs> all the work we had done just kind of went down the drain very quickly and they're like whoop. Here's your crap ending. And we're like, oh my gosh, we just made a bad choice, okay? So that was my problem with the quarry. All right, so that's As Dusk Falls. Also $30 available on Xbox and PC. It is on Game Pass as mentioned. Alex Navarro, you finished Sifu?
1: Yeah, I, uh, I had some time this weekend and I was just like, you know what? They put out that easy mode and I kind of want to just see if I can just play through it and, and mm-hmm. bang through it. And I did. Um, what does easy mode do for you? So it reduces the amount of damage you take from enemies to the point where it feels a little bit more like you are playing, like, say, one of the Yakuza games, but on, like, you know, like a, a slightly harder difficulty. Okay. Um, like, it's not a breeze. Like, I didn't beat the game without dying or anything like that. I think I was in my 40s by the time I, I finally beat the final Tell me boss. Tell about it. Yes. <laughs> um, but it does, it reduces, like, the intensity of the encounters, and so it feels like when you run into some guys, it's not as much of a, oh, boy, all right, I've got to, like, make sure I don't take more than one hit here, because if I do, then I'm fucking dead. And then and also, it takes away the multiplier for the age increase. Oh, okay, weird. So it's just one year at a time. Huh. Um, And that does really change the dynamic of it to such a degree that, like, I, I would, I, again, it's not a breeze, but at the same time, it does feel like you will just finish it if you play that, that difficulty mode. And I'm glad I did, because here's the thing. They clearly designed this game for their original difficulty. Like, everything mm-hmm. about the way the aging mechanic works and sort of, like, the the progression of the unlocks and all that stuff, it all feels like it kind of gets thrown a little bit to the side when you turn that easy mode on. But the easy mode also kind of let me appreciate the combat system more. Mm. Um, Like, it just kind of let me flow with it a little more and not feel as much like I'm constantly having to, like, think through every, you know, move that I'm going to make, like, three moves ahead. And I will also say, I mean, I think there might be more than one ending, but the one I got, if I had spent a really long time trying to beat that game and then i got to that ending i would maybe feel a little more dispirited than i did Ooh. playing it on easy you know what i mean it's not you know bad what, it's just not much
0: do you know mm-hmm. what dictates the dictates the endings is it the clues you find
1: or it's i think it's a mixture that i don't know exactly but there is so there's the only re- way i know there's other endings and i haven't gone to look this up yet Is that there's one that says there's like an unlockable outfit that you get if you spare Yang, who is like the final boss. Mm -hmm. But I also didn't get a prompt really to do that. And I wonder if it's one of those things where like either you just you have the prompt to kill him and then you just don't take it. Or if there is actually like a specific like story branching thing that happens that I just didn't get.
0: Okay, because there are Unlocked to find in other levels and stuff like that. Yeah. That can change that. Okay.
1: Ooh, somebody's cruising over there. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, is that by you? Oh, that it's by you? Loud here. Usually yeah. Alex gets that. That's yeah, usually funny. I'm the one that gets all the engine noise, but again, I have the yeah. window closed today. Um, no, it's
2: LA. People love their cars.
1: But yeah, I'm glad I finished it. I think as just playing it that way as just basically like a decently challenging beat-em-up is fun, mm-hmm. but... You know, I I I think it feels also like they did it more as a compromise cuz it doesn't feel like how the game is really designed. Sure. But you know, there's some neat style stuff in there that I don't think like like environment-wise that I don't think I would have ever seen if I had just been like laser focused on trying to beat that game on the regular difficulty. Um and you know, I just the story is just not much of anything. I'm I'm, I'm not not really surprised, but it just is like They basically wrote a story that's, like, a step or two above, like, Kung Fu for the Ness, you know? Like, it's not... There's not a lot going on there.
0: It's a pretty bare-bones revenge story. Yeah. Okay. I I don't think I ever got past the museum, so I think that's where I That was where
1: I I tapped out as well. Like, halfway through the museum, I was just getting my ass kicked too often, and I didn't want to go back and replay the other level to shave a few extra years off, so...
0: I might, um, you can't switch difficulties midstream, can you?
1: No, you have to start a new save, but at the same time, like, I beat that game in a weekend. Okay. All right. I might check that out then. That's Um, like six or seven hours max. Okay. Maybe even less.
0: Abby, did you play any Sifu?
2: No, I was curious about it. I was intrigued by the whole, like, dying and then you're older when you come back. But it's sort of like a fight beat them up type of game definitely. brawler or something yeah it's not really my jam
1: the combat yeah. is really good and it is pretty dynamic but yeah like it is straight up just you are constantly fighting people
3: yeah
2: which i try it not against it but yeah, yeah it be a little punishing
1: is what i found mm-hmm. uh i, I
0: definitely Absolutely. hit a wall like the bosses the bosses always just would just wreck me uh,
1: the boss time. encounters feel a lot more manageable though the okay. ones where it's like i i really did not enjoy fighting the two that are more ranged based because i don't know i just never got very good at figuring out how to like close distance on people and yeah. so i was just like i felt like i just kind of like i lost a lot of my years just trying to get close to the enemies that like keep trying to like push you away
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah that's it's tough i even thinking back to it is like man too tough yeah uh, uh sifu that came out back in out February. Yeah, yeah. You can catch it over on the PlayStation or the PC. Uh, another thing we tried out here, some Forza Horizon 5 got Hot Wheels DLC. Not Hot the first, Wheels? Not the first Hot Wheels to come to the Forza franchise, but uh, Hot Wheels in Forza Horizon 5 now. Yes. Uh, and I think, uh, I think they do a pretty good job making you feel like this is a big deal in the game like they they give it its own zone you kind of cruise in there and you're immediately on those big red tracks running around in a little hot wheels car like you're Mm. driving you're a human driving these cars and uh, they are it's all ridiculous and it just goes on to further this weird narrative in my head that these are immortals like running around (laughs) in this weird place and the rest of humanity has died. it's basically like the boys, these are all super uh, empowered people that d- do not care about superpowered like people. But
1: if like the boys were just, their powers were limited to the characters from Fast and the Furious.
0: Yes, who are also superheroes. Yeah, and but like everybody else is gone and they're just tear assing through the world and don't care about anything.
1: Yeah. Uh, and the island is very much like, hey, here is your, your fucking Hot Wheels roller coaster theme park. Like, it is just a place that is like, here's a giant snow mountain. Here's a jungle. Yeah. Here's a thousand mm-hmm. loop-de-loops. Have fun. Yes.
0: yes, this is a lava. There's a volcano. And uh, I I did not have nearly as much as uh, unlocked as my son did. So I almost booted up his save to, to jump into the game. And then I felt like, man, I don't want him booting up my save without asking me. And mm-hmm. I felt really bad and had this moment. So I did just get over there on my own save with nothing unlocked. Alex, you have done a lot in Forza 5. Oh, Oh, yeah. Forza Forza Horizon 5. Uh, Did you come in with any more cars? I just had the one.
1: Uh, They start you with the one. uh, And, you know, the Hot Wheels cars are special unlocks you get by doing the stuff around the island. Um, It's interesting playing this now because there was that Hot Wheels game last year that turned out Mm -hmm. to be surprisingly good. I think, obviously, the driving here is a little more nuanced and just generally better than that that other game was. But, like, you know, there's just a straight-up Hot Wheels racer out there if you want it. And this is a neat thing to have, but it is very much like the one they had in 4. Like, it does not feel like they have really changed much other than maybe adding some different cars. And also a really laborious scene where you are driving your car and this woman is just monologuing at you about the history of hot wheels and the people who invented <laughs> hot wheels to the point where so, you clearly someone saw the toys that made us series. And were like, uh, Oh, we should put one of those in there. But then they, they, the actress was just like, this sucks. And then just reads it. Like <laughs> it's from the paper. Wait, was that, is that the first mission? Because yeah, the first like big mission where she's just telling you the history of fucking hot wheels. And it just, it is so long and it is so boring.
0: Oh it's so funny cuz I was playing that first mission and my wife was ta- I think she was talking to me about the dog and I was like and she's like oh I'm sorry do you need to hear this and I was like mute and I was like I don't I'm sorry I don't need to hear the <laughs> Forza <miss> Horizon. You miss nothing. <laughs> the Hot Wheels story. Uh that's funny. It I mean you go fast. I mean, yes, very you very fast.
1: And there are loop de loops.
0: The Ooh, loops.
1: do
2: they have the things where you like drive through the two wheels yes, that spin you yes. out really fast? Ooh, fun. Yeah,
0: yeah, the accelerator stuff. They have a uh Alex, I don't know if this is new just for the Hot Wheels stuff, but they have a
1: Basically a thing that shows you if you're sideways or uh, upside down yes, on the screen. there is like a thing that shows like kind of the gravitational force, you know, wow, like where you very are. Very
2: Mario Kart 8.
1: Also, if you fly off the track at just the right place, you will basically roll down a mountain like it is a fucking Wile E. Coyote cartoon, <laughs> just hitting every single rock the whole way down. I did that once. It took 45 seconds to land <laughs> somewhere where awesome. it would reset me. It was amazing. Do you, have you
0: tried taking the Hot Wheels stuff outside of the Hot Wheels track? You can do that. You can. You can okay. take the cars. Yeah,
1: the cars you can just drive anywhere.
0: Neat. All right. Yeah, like it seems okay in that regard. Yeah. Is it? Does it come with Forza Horizon Five?
1: It comes with the uh, if you bought like the season pass or whatever. Okay. I think it's that part is part of that. of that. Okay. But also, it is separ- like you can just buy it as separate DLC if you want. Gotcha. I think it's twenty
0: bucks. That sounds right to me. Yeah. I did not. I think I had the season pass. so it was I, definitely, just, uh, I always you know, get
1: the season pass for these games, and then yeah. I always, like, whenever I finish them, which is inevitably about a month, month and a half after they come out, I then don't touch any of that <laughs> shit again until the next big <laughs> DLC comes along and I get to experience all of it at once, along with the 48 wheel spins I have accumulated over the course of that time.
0: Got to do it for the, uh, uh, the glamour, for the, uh, for the good looks, for the decals.
2: They did it for family, isn't that
0: the? Oh, for the family! I don't thing? got decals. I got family. There you go. There you go. I like it. Wow. <laughs> the
2: Rock's here.
0: No, that's, that's no. Ring. That was Vin Diesel. But the, the Rock is also here. Oh. The Rock was yeah. there for a little while, and then yeah. he went off on his own. The Rock. The rock didn't care about family, Abby. The Rock
2: didn't Vin Diesel start as wrestler? As a wrestler?
1: No. He started. He started as a guy who. <laughs> I think the earliest known video of Vin Diesel is him doing a promotional video for the 90s toy Street Sharks, Mm, where it is him in like a brown vest and have it's like a little bit more hair on the top of his head, though, not a lot. (laughs) uh, And him just like playing with Street Sharks and talking to you directly at the camera about Street Sharks.
2: That's great.
0: Yeah. And then he did. Then he did a couple of movies, and then he did video game stuff, which
1: mm-hmm. was like, yeah. really? Oh, he's yeah. a huge nerd. Is the thing yeah. like he loves video games? And that, this is all before he made a
0: gazillion dollars on Fast and Furious. Uh, that
1: was back when he was still trying to turn Riddick into the big thing. Yes. That was his. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, and that Riddick game is all right. That's a No, good the game. Riddick game is probably the best Riddick thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Damn. saying that is like a huge diss. Yeah. Like I think Pitch Black is a pretty good movie, but I'm just saying yeah. Chronicles of Riddick. Escape from Butcher Bay, probably the best Riddick thing. It's
0: pretty good. It's pretty good.
1: Uh, And then, Abby, I wanted to ask
0: you about this new Sim stuff. You were very excited even before the show. What's the deal with... Curved walls and what are curved
2: we talking about? Curved walls. People yes. have wanted it for years and they finally added curved walls to the Sims.
0: What is that? What, where did they add it? What does that mean? Like as like a patch or as a part to be
2: Okay. So I will say before we started this podcast, there was a YouTube video recommended to me being like curved walls of the Sims. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm guessing it's coming as an update. I can Google it Okay. to the um, high school pack, which comes out, I think at the end of the week let me see sims for curved walls Man, what do we got what do you got okay first look is it maybe they're available now i'm not Man, sure
0: this is all exciting. i think it
2: came with the high school pack i'm guessing it's gonna be in a free update that's typically how they do it is they'll usually pump out a pack and then be like and here's a free update for everyone
0: People are very uh, excited about this. With me looking this up, so
2: dude, it's a big deal. People have wanted this forever. It's like it's really gonna unlock like what you can build in The Sims, Finny. <laughs> curved walls,
3: and, curved and so
0: this things on the walls can they be curved as well? Do you know? Like, uh, can I get a? So curved... it seems
2: like when you put down like a window or a door, it is straight. It doesn't become like a curved window. Uh-huh. I don't know how it works if it's like a two square versus a one square um i'll have to get in the game and see for myself
0: okay this feels but like it's going it seems gonna...
2: like it like adapts to it maybe it does get curvy
0: it's gonna mess up the layouts inside the house right aren't you gonna need all sorts of curved furniture now to like put in curved corners make it work
2: Vinny. i mean i will say having anything on a corner versus like the 90 mm. a 90 degree is always kind of a nightmare in the sims but you okay. know you make it work it's okay
0: all right when it's the i beauty of the sims I like these, thumb- the mess part of looking this up were all the YouTube thumbnails of people's faces next to You're the like, word. You're like, whoa! <laughs> there are a lot of thumbnails that just say curved walls, exclamation point, with a face with people doing like the Kevin McAllister, or like, uh... Exactly. Uh, yeah, like, ah!
2: That's what I did. Y'all uh, saw me, that was my legit, like, curved yeah. <laughs> yeah. But from this article I saw, it seems like Pretty much most windows and doors work on them, which is wow. exciting as well.
0: Wow. Are you still doing uh, sim stuff?
2: Oh yeah. yeah. Still so I'm streaming them on Twitch. Never Got stop. a bunch of baby challenge going, renovating everything, checking okay. out the new packs as they come. I'm looking for the high school pack, but I'm also not sure how it's gonna affect my baby challenge safe.
3: Mm. Oh. It might become
2: a nightmare. We'll
1: oh. see.
0: Especially if it's... Uh, those babies get caught in the curved
1: wall. in the oh, curved yeah. wall. You I thought you were saying they get caught in high school. That's not... You don't want that. <laughs>
0: yes. What happens if the babies start going to high school? And, and, oh,
3: like, God. Do one.
0: they not... Is the high school pack like... You go... Like we did some of the packs uh, over at Giant Bomb... Where you like teleport over to a high school. Is that what it mm-hmm. basically is? Okay.
2: Essentially. So the way The Sims works is they have some jobs... Like career jobs where you can like go... And follow your sim to work and have them do tasks and have a work day. And then there are others you can like work from home now. And then, but the traditional thing is like you click go to work and your sim disappears. That's kind of how the high school pack has been: is you like click go to school, your sim disappears, and they come back and you have to like do the homework or a school project or whatever. Mm-hmm. But now it seems like you can actually follow them to school and they'll have like incentives like go to prom or oh, whatever. Um, that's the vibe I get from it. I haven't played it quite yet soon, hopefully, mm-hmm. but yeah, cause they had a college one where you're like actually going to classes and you stay in a dorm, which I believe we showed in a quick look at giant bomb at one point, but that was, we'll see how the high school one goes. Wasn't that like Hogwarts college
0: or like. No, but we did
2: have a there is a wizard. wizard, and a, wizard. Yeah, there is okay. a wizard one.
0: It wasn't official, mm-hmm. it's not probably. officially Harry Potter, uh, though. No, okay,
2: no, but I did make a Harry Potter sim for it, which I it's oh easy. I see why you got confused there. Yeah, the whole thing was <laughs> the easy. sim I chose was <laughs> Harry Potter.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, I uh, I my favorite part of those aside from okay, third on my list, first on my list is what you would just create everybody. I thought that was super fun. Uh, mm-hmm. and then having all the deaths, that was a lot of fun too. Of course. The third was always I Added just, a
2: bunch of new ones, by the way. I
0: heard, yes. You told me. I think we should maybe revisit. Are there 13 more or are there, uh-
2: There are at least 13 more. Oh, okay.
0: Um, I think, uh, it was the going into the store for the horrible creations in the shops <laughs> of like looking up a golem or whatever- Super Mario oh, whatever yeah. in there. Those are frightening. Those are frightening.
2: I love those. People make a lot of freaks. That's the fun of it.
0: Are we going to get a Sims 5 soon? What's the scuttlebutt? Do you know?
2: I don't know. Everyone's sort of, they pump out new DLC for The Sims 4 pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. And they don't seem to have any intention to slowing down. Hmm. So a lot of people are like, "Stop making more packs and make Sims 5. I personally like the packs. I like The Sims Four. I do want a Sims Five eventually, but considering The Sims Four just sort of feels like a live game at this point, I'm not really sure what a Sims Five is going to look like.
1: And that's the thing. Like, what is a Sims Five actually going to change that would like completely un you know like justify its existence over all the investment people sure. have in Four at this point?
2: Exactly. Like that's the thing that's like pretty tough for the Sims games, and The Sims Four ran into this a lot, where it's like. You know, you have, like, dozens of expansion packs and game packs and all this DLC, and then you go to, like, the base game, and suddenly you're missing all of this stuff when you go into the new game. And I will say, at least in my experience, going into the new game, there's usually enough stuff that's fun that, like, once the packs start coming out, it's fine. But it is sort of a tough, it's a weird transition.
0: Sims 4 is, like, nearing 10 years old. It is Ten
2: eight. years. I thought it came out in like 2015. Wow. It was
0: like 2013, so the, wasn't it? I guess this is says 2014. Uh, so I don't know if that is that is exactly
1: right. That news was so shocking it sent Abby out of this call.
2: It, I'm still here. It was. Can y'all hear me? Abby,
1: Abby had the the bouts away. She had, she had a deep existential moment of like, oh my god, I've been playing this game for ten years. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm back.
2: Can you hear me? Yes. yes. Yes, we were, okay, just, I was we were here just saying that the it. news my...
1: sent you out of this call.
2: <laughs> yes, I responded. I heard that. So we'll oh, okay. see how this audio mashes together. But yeah, I don't know what happened there. Sorry, my Chrome got a little funny. Uh-oh. It's happening again, maybe? Nope, you're
0: still... No, no, no you're us. good. You're good. For now. Is your local recording still good? We're all oh, yeah, track. that it's all never stopped. Fantastic. I think that's probably a sign that's like... We gotta go take a break.
2: <laughs>
1: Before we do that, though, real quick, I do want to just say the end of the breach free DLC did just come out. Oh yeah, sorry, yes. I'm
0: gonna add that to my notes. Yes, that how, is, how is it?
1: That game's great. I, like, here's the thing: I had not played that game in a little bit. That game's still great. So they added, uh, uh, they added some new mech teams. They added more enemy vec. They added some new uh, uh, abilities that are like basically like pilots can now uh, get traits as they they gain xp through battle but none of it really fundamentally changes what that game is like it is Mm -hmm. it is additive it is not really messing with the formula of what makes into the breach good uh it just gives you more options if you've already played the shit out of the game which apparently i have already had like 80 hours in that game so i have definitely played the shit out of that game
0: do you know how many times you you've completed a campaign does it
1: did it tell you? I forget the exact number, but I have at least gotten one victory with most of the mech teams.
0: Okay. Yeah, that game's, that game's hard. It it's is.
1: fun, though. I, I started playing on easy just because it had been a little bit since I'd played, mm. uh, and that got me back to a place where I feel pretty okay about getting back into the regular difficulty. Uh, my favorite mech team so far is this one that um, uses smoke as like a okay. benefit. Is like, that a new one? Or is that all? old up. Yeah, it's one of the new ones. So like basically anytime your jet or any of your mechs like move into like an area that's like smoked up and mm. it, it gives you health. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs>
2: Fun. And they yeah. also
1: have like their weapon abilities will cause smoke and smoke is cancels enemy attacks. Like if they get enshrouded in smoke, out. they're like, wow, man, fuck, <laughs> I don't need to be attacking this building. Shit.
2: Who wants to order pizza? Yeah. Why am
0: I in this breach? What is a breach anyway? <laughs> uh, and that's, that's awesome. So that's the, um, that's free. That's that's the advanced edition that is free now. Or If it, you have it, it on PC up.
1: or whatever other platforms that it's on right now, uh, you get that DLC for free. And then I guess the mobile version is what's coming out, but that's the thing you will have to have a Netflix subscription to get. Right. Okay, what? that was going to be my question. That's, yes. that's the Netflix, Netflix? version. Because yes. Netflix is trying to do their games thing, and I guess what they did was they made it so that if you want to get into the breach on mobile devices, you have to have a Netflix subscription.
2: Weird.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yes. I might try I still have a Netflix subscription, so I might try and check You're that the out, only see. one left. I know. <laughs> you I've, and my dad. I've heard all the news. They are they're, they're, they're going to get you all it's back. Going though. great over there, man. They're going to get you all back. <laughs> they're just going to uh, keep making more stranger things and you'll come back, right? You'll come <laughs> back. I think they said uh, they said something their, their their thing was like we're going to crack down on password sharing, right? That was yeah, their, what? That'll win yeah. them that'll win that people sucks. over. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I don't share my I don't think I share my password with any family, so that you know fingers her. crossed that Really? Yeah. I don't I don't think so. I um,
2: just I use my dad's Netflix.
0: Wow, well, good luck. <laughs> we'll see what happens.
3: Oh no, oh no. I
0: wonder I wonder what they're gonna do. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Into the breach. Uh still the update the game. for that. Yeah, still a fun game. I wanna I should go back into it. I really like that game. Now I can maybe play on my mobile for a little while here. Yeah, for uh, as long as you
1: still have Netflix.
0: Yeah. We'll see. All right. Now we are going to take a break. We'll be back with the news right after this. This week's show is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Alex Navarro, Brad Shoemaker. You're not going to walk out of the house naked, right?
1: Not if I can help it.
0: You're going to put your VPN on first.
1: Yeah, of course. Of course. One leg at a time like I always do.
0: <laughs> Express VPN is the easiest way to browse safely, securely, and just better. I just use Express VPN. I was away on a trip. I've had Express VPN for a couple of years here. When I got on that hotel Wi-Fi, I slipped right into Express VPN. One click, very easy. Get in there, and then I was able to access... The internet.
3: Let's say. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: What, what are you doing on that vacation there? I was. I had to access my GitHub account uh-huh. and I was doing yes. some coding. And then I sure. used my Express VPN and then VPNed into my home computer.
1: Likely story.
0: Uh huh. And then uh, I watched. Uh, you know, I watched uh, some videos. Uh, you know, and it's That's fast. What they enough.
1: all it's, say
0: it's got great speeds. It was connected very easily. I was even able to stream in HD. Problemless on the hotel Wi-Fi, and they didn't know—they didn't know a damn thing. It says here you can connect to ExpressVPN, and you won't even realize you have it on. Which I can vouch for; it. it's pretty seamless. So right now, go to expressvpn.com/slash nextlander, and you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. That's expressvpn.com/slash nextlander to get three extra months of ExpressVPN expressvpn.com slash nextlander thanks expressvpn all right we are back and it's time to jump in to the news now brad shoemaker where are you for this john romero news brad shoemaker where are you we should probably mention that brad is off today did we mention that? <laughs> Has he just been waiting this whole time? like for the introduction before he'll say yeah. anything. He's, like
2: crying. Yeah, it's like I'm <laughs> right here.
0: I should have mentioned yes. Brad is off today, uh, yeah. but Brad we is miss him though. I always miss him. Uh, Brad is missing this uh, John Romero news, where John Romero is announcing or has put up a job posting at least Romero Games for a new first-person shooter. Now, John Romero, if you don't know. Way back when, was a roommate with Brad Shoemaker mm-hmm. and John Carmack
1: no. back in college. No. no, none of that
3: is okay. true. Uh,
0: but, no. but he
1: was the co-creator of Doom. Yes. That's, I remember that. Uh, and he was so, at one time going to make you his bitch. Yes, what? that was uh, That's when, maybe not John Romero's fault. No, that was worth the marketing. <laughs> but yes, when yeah. his game Die Katana was coming out, there was an ad that ran that was like John Romero. Uh, John Romero is going to make you his bitch, which uh, yes. is one of the more infamous pieces of video game <laughs> advertising ever made. That's
0: insane. Yeah, it
1: was John pretty, Romero has mellowed that's... out a lot in the yeah. ensuing decades. He is a pretty, as far as I know, pretty normal, low key guy these days. So wasn't always. Fair
2: about that makes me really wish that he was brad's roommate <laughs> it's
0: like an interesting pairing <laughs> like brad, brad could probably tell a lot more uh, uh tales of john romero like uh, uh john romero was definitely a character for yes. for, a, for a while uh and has had other games that i have not played much of uh from uh romero studios or romero games but a first person shooter a new ip i'm curious they they you know they're looking for a team to build it up did you guys, anybody play Empire of Sin?
1: No, I heard very mixed things about it, so I never got around okay. to trying it out myself.
0: I, I never touched it. Like, again, I haven't gone through their stuff. Uh, there's going to be a lot of <laughs> eyeballs on a John Romero first-person shooter. Like, yes, because
1: it's, it's been a long time since we last got one of those.
0: Yeah, so it'll be it'll be curious. I mean, there's not much more information out there, uh the job posting says all all new first person shooter with an original new IP. Our team is expanding. We're looking for talented people for all positions and at all experience levels, particularly those
1: with Unreal Engine 5 experience. I assume this means so, that Brenda Romero is also working on this.
0: So Brenda Romero did uh Empire of Sin. Yes. That was that was her she led that. But I think this one
1: Is she not, I mean, a, she not directly know. involved? I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not
0: sure. Uh there's there's not that much information out there currently. I'm I'm curious.
1: I would love I would love to see what a new John Romero first person shooter would look like, and I seriously hope it is something good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. Yes. T- I, that's maybe a meaner way to put it, but it's it's been a long time, folks. Yes, I
0: also hope it is a fun, enjoyable video game. Yes, uh, as well. I think it'll do. Everybody would be happy.
1: I hope I'm not speaking out of turn here by saying that, but <laughs> how dare you? What a take! Uh, yeah, we'll see more more of that. Probably in a while, I'm guessing, because it sounds like they're pretty early on.
0: Yeah, that is just staffing up.
1: Uh, All right.
0: Remember when uh, Sony said they were going to buy Bungie, the makers of Destiny 2, along with other uh, uh, games you might be familiar with, uh, maybe like Halo.
2: I remember. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
0: thank you. Abby remembers. Well, Mm -hmm. that has completed. So Bungie is now part of the PlayStation family. Welcome. I
2: love PlayStation's Halo.
0: yep you nailed it perfect uh, I don't know what that means for for let's say something like destiny like or destiny two or what how that changes anything going forward. Of course they say it won't change anything, and this is just full of opportunities, but we'll see what happens in the future. there are you know there are p r statements you know-.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> trying to look for one that doesn't sound ridiculous. Well, Here's I think maybe, the, I think the thing that's yeah. of
1: interest here is because now this thing is done and did not get challenged in any way by, you know, the Federal Trade Commission or anything else. The Microsoft Activision deal seems like it might be, you know, getting close to a point where, like, it may solidify soon, so it's hard to say, but, like, you know, them getting through relatively unscathed with that deal, obviously Microsoft Activision is a much bigger deal, but, like... Mm it does feel like maybe these things are just going to slide right on through.
0: I saw some r- rumor stuff going on. I didn't put it in the news because, you know, it didn't seem to based on anything that it could happen within a month on that Microsoft deal. I don't
1: which, know that I buy that, but it does feel yeah. like maybe now the way the way is paid for that to just go through.
0: Yeah. I mean, this Bungie deal is 3.6 billion and that, uh, Microsoft Activision deal was, uh, a lot 80? more billion. Yeah. It was, it was a lot of billions. Uh, and Destiny or or um, uh, Bungie has that Destiny mobile thing in the mm. works. That's, that's kind of happening. But that's not all on the Destiny news. There is this kind of interesting story going around about um, Bungie suing a streamer who is basically cheating and harassing employees. And you, you just don't see a lot of uh, uh, developers kind of pushing back on that
1: stuff in a lawsuit. So... I mean, that's got to be really specifically targeted stuff. Like, what happened here?
0: So, basically, this, this person uh, from Los Angeles, and I don't know what happens there. Uh-oh. uh <laughs> So, the, <laughs> the lawsuit says, the person lo- warned Bungie to keep its doors locked. Oh, uh, uh, had said that it was, had moved into um, i'm trying to scan for the exact words but the paraphrase had moved nearer to some of the developers and like uh uh-uh, they better be on a lookout this is paraphrasing some also said there are multiple instances of cheating in the game where they had been banned and made other accounts and went back in and cheated again is that why they were threatening and harassing because they kept getting banned why does anybody they could be threatening and harassing because they nerfed a gun right like, you know fair yeah, yeah.
2: Why do they care so much? It's like I don't understand someone who cares as much about a game, but also not enough to just get good.
0: I I mean, th- this this was it sounds like this was part of their pretty wide income, scale. like making making income oh, from this stuff too.
3: Interesting. Uh,
0: so here's a statement they made: It would be a vast understatement to merely describe Leon or Leon as a serial ban evader and cheater. This is from their complaint. Uh, They repeatedly live streamed themselves cheating at Destiny 2. From the story here on Polygon, it says they also allegedly uh, have conversations from Twitter that they appear to uh, deliberately circumvent hardware bans, saying Bungie will never be able to stop me. Narrator voice. (laughs) They did. This
2: person needs to get a freaking life.
0: The suit also alleges that they were in cahoots with uh, websites that were for stolen accounts. Okay, and, and oh, other fraud geez. stuff too. So there's a lot on this lawsuit here, but it's seeking a hundred and fifty thousand dollars for each copyright violation, which is basically each to- each infraction, and twenty five hundred dollars uh, per instance of the deployment of the of the cheating software. So it's a lot. Of money. To yeah, be this seeking. guy has
2: been so annoying for them to be like, <laughs> we are fucking fed up. Okay. Yes. Like that is wild.
0: It's a lot. So it's an interesting, it's an interesting, you know, what do you guys think of a developer being like, you know what? Oh, fucking enough's enough.
1: We're gonna take you to court on this stuff. If it's bad enough, I mean, I kinda don't blame them. Like if you're also like if it it's you're literally making an income like doing cheating and also like providing methods for other people to cheat. And then on top of that, directly harassing the people who are telling you to knock that shit off. Like, yeah, at a certain point, it's like, why wouldn't you just say, well, fuck you, we're done with this?
2: Yeah, I find it always a little scary when, like, a big corporation is going after, like, an individual. Um, But I also, this seems like a very specific, weird interaction, and I don't know what other safety measures are really in place In our judicial system or anywhere to stop this kind of harassment so like if it prevents this weird harassment online i'm like not against it but i don't really know exactly the implications of it in the long term yeah i know what
1: you mean like there is certainly a draconian element to this of like yeah Yeah. big corporation basically just like saying hey we're gonna fucking ruin you now but it also feels like this person did as much as they possibly could to bring that weight down upon themselves for sure yeah, it it seems like pretty
0: outside, even outside your, your. I, don't know, I hate to say typical, but even outside some of the more known toxic behavior that's out there. Uh,
3: in a no,
1: there's a normal range of toxic behavior. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's basically uh, the same as the amount of like normal range of microplastic in your bloodstream at any given time. <laughs> it's
3: not
2: good, but you know we all got yeah, it.
1: <laughs> like it's really bad, but you're still here, so right, you know, yeah. there's we a all range. Like, a credit have card of yet. toxic behavior from being online mm-hmm. floating
2: around <laughs>
0: inside of us. Uh, the community manager for Destiny 2 put up a tweet uh, over the weekend saying, cases of harassment against our developers have actively made it harder for us to communicate with the broader community. Many in the comments say they do not condone harassment. I hope they also stand against it when they find that friends or family are engaging in it. So
1: I, we'll see. I, I All wonder right, if this hold on. I gotta, I gotta call my dad and tell him to knock <laughs> him the fuck off. <laughs> Be like,
0: man, remember all that stuff you were telling me about the division? Mm-hmm. You just gotta keep that stuff to yourself. Uh we'll see what happens. If there's any knock on effect for yeah. it, you know this again, this seems like pretty outstanding behavior uh and and not just your credit card. But not outstanding stuff. behavior. Like the no, other kind no of outstanding. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm curious what the you know, I'm not deep enough into any game community, so if people are, I'm curious to see you know what they think of it if they think kind of like hey that's a danger dangerous thing to like you said abby like have you know the weight of this come down or like yeah it's about fucking time like we as a community have been saying these people suck and it'd be nice if there's you know like we're not going to lawyer up and go sue sue a person it's nice if the company that has the money does it i I don't know i'm just for
2: sure hopefully at least we'll make this less normalized make people think twice about doxing people and harassing developers and just like bragging about it on Twitter. Yeah. Like, like vague or outright threats. Even it seems mm, like from this person.
0: Yes. Yes. Not shouldn't be tolerated anywhere. No. Uh, and sometimes it feels like there's no recourse for the people that are on the receiving end of it. So if a company like Bungie is like, I've, we've got a lot of money like and lawyers. This, yeah. Like, uh, yes. Yes. Uh, this other story here I pulled, uh, we're all familiar with Warframe, it,
1: the game. Uh, if well, not I heard of it, yes. yes we no, we've all been in a room with Mike Mahardy, so we know about Warframe. <laughs> uh,
0: the makers of Warframe are doing a new game called Soul Frame. Oh, God damn it!
2: Really, Frame? Soul Frame. Yeah,
0: you know, it's a, it's a frame like.
2: <laughs> so. Is it not warlike then? Is it like really gentle and like No,
0: it seems like religious? there's some no, it seems like there might be religion in it. I mean, that's there might be a religion in Warframe as well. But it does seem there might be a bit of soul frame in Warframe and a bit of Warframe in soul frame, you know what Whoa. I'm saying? This was announced at Tenocon. Uh this basically showed I, it, the the trailer for it's kind of neat. There's like this, I
2: kind of started it, <laughs> but I don't it, know if I finished it. It was like, the last on our little news checklist before we came into the call.
0: Yeah, it's um it's, it's I don't know it's weird it's like this naked guy getting kind of uh smashed by a hammer and then pulling okay. a sword out of Go on. out of a thing yes yeah,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> pulling a sword out of like a stone and, and getting ready to have yeah, can you get back
1: to the naked guy with the hammer <laughs> <laughs> It's
0: uh, listen I don't know enough about warframe to speak to what might be a soul frame, even from the descriptions I have read that are themes like nature and humanity colliding, ideas of restoration and exploration. I don't know what that means. It seems like there's more melee combat. So I reached out to the one person that could help guide me through this, and that's Mike Maharty. And Mike Maharty gave me a, a, a blurb, a quote here. I said, "Can I quote you on the podcast with uh, uh right. something?" He said, sure. What
1: does Polygons Mike Mahardy have to say about all this?
0: Mike Mahardy says, "Overall, quote, overall, I'm extremely curious about Soulframe! Exclamation point! I like that Digital Extremes is branching out after nine years of Warframe, especially to do something that isn't sci-fi for once." Another editorialize here a little bit. When I saw the trailer, it seemed you know sci fi ish or had fantasy some fantasy element elements in it, but I understand what he's saying. Uh, Back to Mike Maharty. But I am a bit worried as to how the slow, methodical melee combat in the trailer will work within the procedurally generated levels the team has gotten comfortable with over the years. One of my favorite aspects of Warframe is how easy it is to jump in and do some fast-paced ninja shit for 20 minutes at a time. And I'm not sure that will be the case in Soulframe. But we'll see. P.S. Warframe is in good hands with Reb Ford leading up the game, and I'm also excited to hear more about Digital Extreme's collaboration with Airship Syndicate on that fantasy MMO. Airship did great work with Battle Chasers, Ruined King, and Darksiders Genesis, so if DE, Digital Extreme, was looking for a versatile partner, they found one for sure.
1: I like that in talking about this very specific thing we asked him about, he found a way to slide in another thing we didn't know about because we don't pay <laughs> attention to <this> shit.
0: <laughs> I am sure if you're, I hope people appreciate that because I just don't know enough about Warframe to share those concerns or, I mean, I understand what he's saying, but boy, uh, Warframe has always been this impenetrable thing to me, even when I've seen it played. It's, it's one that I just don't, I, it's, a, it's a black hole. In my I'm
2: happy moments. other people like it.
0: Yeah, people love Warframe. I listen from what I saw of that trailer. I Soulframe looks like a thing I could really get into. Uh, it looked neat. Uh, it's a cool trailer. Now I recommend Soul people Frame, to check I can it out. Get into Soulframe. Uh, so that, there's not too much else out there. But uh, I, I thank you, Mike Mahardy. I think you you put it exactly as I would have. That's exactly what I would have said. So thanks, Mike. Uh, Soulframe. All right. Alex. Yes. We talked a little bit about the Microsoft stuff going on with Activision Blizzard. Mm -hmm. That's not the only Activision Blizzard stuff making the news these days.
1: No. Uh, You may remember for some weeks back, Raven Software's QA department uh, successfully voted to unionize. And now it sounds like uh, Blizzard Albany, formerly known as Vicarious Visions, uh, their QA department is also looking to unionize at this point.
2: Hell yeah. Uh,
0: So let me just say this going from vicarious visions to be called blizzard no offense to albany but blizzard all offense to
1: albany for sure
0: (laughs) it's just like what a bummer like vicarious visions cool name they're like yeah we're blizzard
1: albany yeah like fucking albany (laughs)
0: I'm I'm Blizzard like Southampton.
1: Well, them being in Albany is not why they are unionizing. Um, Mm. You know, they they cite a lot of the same reasons that Raven did, which is to say that QA is very much like kind of an undervalued department and discipline, and they felt like they were not being treated with the due respect that they uh, deserved. So they have notified Blizzard at this time that they intend to unionize. They have not yet gotten response from the company. Which means, that, and now they're they are currently working with, uh, uh, I think the the National Labor Board to like work toward getting the unionization recognized, and then eventually, I think they'll have to vote for it. So, still in the early yeah, I mean, stages. There,
0: there's a path for Activision Blizzard to just accept it and, and say, "Hey, we we voluntarily accept this petition for uh, uh, a union." They did not do that previously, mm-hmm. and they had to they had to hold a, a vote with the workers. I suspect that's what Activision Blizzard would do again and say they've already put out a statement saying, hey, we have a further statement that's going to come out. But we recognize we think the best relationship is a direct relationship between the employer and the employee. So I suspect this will again. The thing not. they
1: always say. Yes, so... So the uh, one, one other note in here is that uh, Microsoft has come out and said that they have no intention on interfering with ongoing unionization efforts within Activision Blizzard as this deal goes through. So it sounds like at the very least they will stay neutral on this mm-hmm. uh, and not actively try to interfere. What happens once that sale goes through and they actually have to deal with those unions, I don't know, but for now they're at least intimating that they will not get in the way of any of it.
0: Yeah, it's it's um, it's it's kind of a weird one. They I guess they signed some kind of agreement with the Communication Workers of America, which is the organization that's um, they're organizing through, and that's said that they, it's like on paper that they will remain neutral. I'm not or not impede any unionization efforts, right? Uh, so, um, we'll we'll see what that actually means. I mean, there are gonna be a lot of eyeballs on this, so I, I'm sure people will be on the lookout for Microsoft. Having the having what you always hear as like the weird lunches where you're know, you, mm-hmm. you coming in to learn about how great the, the company is and how bad a union would be for you. Very curious to see if this goes through and if we are in a kind of a... I know a lot of people have put in years and years of hard work and it feels like still a nascent phase of unionization in the games industry. So I'm not trying to say it is still... V- Early on, because a lot of people have been doing this for a very long time, but it, but it seems like some like momentum it's, it's, is building, building.
1: But it is fairly recent that it feels like there has been actual like movement on this, and yeah. you know unions are actually starting to form.
0: Yeah, so I, I'm curious if this is accelerating. Uh, you didn't get these stories as much. Also, you know, what happened at Activision Blizzard is still ongoing. All of those, mm-hmm. most of those lawsuits, and, and the merger is still ongoing. So groups within Activision Blizzard bringing this up now, I feel like it's it's a good it's a good opportunity for them to try and get some some asks and some mm-hmm. of this stuff as well. I, I I think from an outside point of view, I have no knowledge from the inside. Right. Uh it, so it would seem. But yeah. Uh hopefully this goes through. Yeah, I mean, it would it's a what, like twenty people? Twenty people are
1: eligible as part of this, yeah. yes.
0: Uh Always curious how that stuff will play inside with other groups once like a department unionizes if the other groups feel like they have an ability to unionize. It's like, you know, artists and, and programmers and, and other people inside I'd like to hear those stories come mm-hmm. out about what they think.
1: Uh, and then finally here, Alex, we got some news on Skate 4. A little bit. Yeah. So, you know, Skate 4 was announced. Oh God, was that last year? I've lost track of time. It's very hot in here. I'm not even going to try and remember. <laughs> <laughs> they now skate four. And uh, they are starting to get toward a place where I think they are going to start doing some playtesting for the game. And as part of that, uh, it has become known that the game will, in fact, be free to play. Mm-hmm. Now, they are very quick to say that uh, there will be no pay-to-win mechanics in the game. They won't even be locking necessarily like maps or areas behind... Uh, uh, you know real money payments it sounds like it will mostly be based on cosmetics and what they're planning what they seem to be laying out here is that they want Skate 4 which they're not calling Skate 4 by the way I think it's just going to be called Skate, Skate yeah. it's basically going to be a platform it's going to be an online platform for them to keep adding stuff to and keep working within because I think they just don't see the value in doing like a semi-regular sequel progression for a game like this at this point
0: yeah, and, and there was also a leaked thing going around with the with, uh, Yeah, Yes, so there was a, a
1: build that got out that was not the build they're planning on playtesting with. It was an earlier one from, I think, like September of last year. Yeah.
0: Yeah, from 2021. Yeah, and so they which was, you know, they say it was never supposed to get out there, so yeah. <laughs> they're saying, hey, stop playing that. Stop playing that. It's not, it's not what we're doing. Uh, interesting. I don't have that much interest in Skate. I know there's a lot of interest in skate
1: yes it's just uh, i'm i um... liked skate i was more of a tony hawk guy you know just because that was those are the games i kind of grew up on but i always appreciated what skate was doing i think this still could be good like i'm i'm interested in what their free-to-play platform looks like but you know i mean i think any of us who grew up in games in the last 20 years we all have this immediate like stove too hot kind of response (laughs) to like oh free to play ooh, oh i don't know about that but yeah. I, I, at this point, I don't know if that's justified because there are plenty of free to play experiences out there that are not just horrific money grabs. Yeah. Even though there are well, still also a lot of those.
3: Y- yeah.
0: I mean, uh, the, the cold hard truth is if you're putting your game out for free, you have to make money with something. Yes. Yeah. So, so there's going to be, there has to be something in there, whether that's cosmetics or, you know, or, or, you know, microtransactions that seem questionable, uh, you gotta make some money somehow. People have to be paid to make the games.
1: Yes. And obviously Sorry. after the number of years that people spent petitioning to try and get this next skate game off the ground, I'm sure at this point they're like we have to compromise some of this stuff that's fine. We just want to make the good skateboarding game. Please just let us do that.
0: Support us by buying our baggy shorts. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> buy, buy two pairs.
0: Uh, I think that's about the news. It Unless is. there's anything else you guys want to bring up? I'm gonna try and get get you guys out of here, oh, Alex. Thank you, you look you <laughs> do <laughs> I, want I look mention, a little Alex, flush right now. You, you do you do look fairly uh like you've got about five minutes left in you before you just bang your head on the keyboard. Uh, <laughs> it is extremely hot where you are, How's and it? and your window is closed, and you're in a room with no ventilation. So yes, uh, let's get you out of here. I want to thank everybody. For joining us this week, I want to thank you, Abby Russell. Uh, Thank you
2: for having me. I'm waving even though it's a podcast.
0: Abby, where can people find more Abby Russell?
2: Uh, I've been streaming pretty regularly. Twitch.tv slash Y-B-B-A-A-A-B-B-Y. That's where you can find it. It was a great so name s-
1: before you had to start saying it out loud to people regularly. <laughs> exactly.
2: Yes. Yeah. You get it, Alex. Yep. You know, it, it wasn't planned. I just was like, I can get this across all my things. And mm-hmm. then I had to say it on a podcast. It was designed to not be said aloud. And people are always asking how you say it. And I'm like, you don't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's exactly. Yeah. 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 Easy. Very easy to remember. Uh, I want to thank all of our our people who have supported us by watching, listening, joining us over on the Patreon. If you want to go to patreon.com slash nextlander, you can find a tier that's right for you. A whole bunch of different tiers. You can move up all around. You can go be like, I'm going to be in this tier this month. And then be like, you know, I'm going to be in this tier this month. Um, One of
2: those tiers gets them another podcast with me, right?
0: Yes. Never been a better podcast. And Mm -hmm. Abby, we recorded another one last weekend. Oh, last, yeah. Last weekend.
2: Yeah, on Saturday.
0: Saturday. You and Austin were on It joined uh, yeah, uh, Alex fun. and me. That was fun. They're always fun to do. There has truly never been a better podcast. It is uh, Agreed. Uh, it's fantastic. Uh, you can go check that out. Uh, that, is, that new one will be going up in August. That is uh, the August episode where we talk about uh, a lot of weird Halloween
3: fruit oh, yeah. or <laughs>
0: carvings. And also, Abby shows off some of her pottery,
3: mm-hmm.
2: which
0: is uh, very fun.
2: Fun for an audio podcast. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, yes. I'll I'll put those pictures in the post when I when I put it up. Also on the Patreon, there is a tier, the Mysterious Benefactor tier, that gets their names read aloud on this year podcast, and I'm gonna read those names right now. Wow. hmm mm-hmm. You ready? Yes. Mm-hmm. Starting with John Richardson, Vornak, Corey the Quarry Porter. Vinny's Giant Booga Boogas, James oh. Smith, Sky Warp, John Hubbard, Sean Miller, Nick Donaghan, Evan Cook, Mark Wilhelm, J.M., Jerry Lee, Gary Pezhki, Conrad Kuzmin, Robert Fisher, John McInnes, Thorpe Bunny Crimes, Casey Shaughnessy, Peter Weirden, Thomas Lynn, Jad Rita, Stetics, Andrew Jackson, Bacon Junk, razgriz 2 Brian Murphy, Trevor and Adrian R., Kevin Velado, Randy Duax, Mark Allenbach, Aaron Gonzalez Beer, Andrew Teebkin, Alex Wu, It Me JP, Matt Clements Jr., Edward Cheek, Andrew Slosky, Steve Lynn, Richard Welsh, a.k.a. Hired Noobs, Matthew Herrig, David Campos, and Tyler Treese. And Abby Oh, Russell. You
2: forgot my name for others. Here, mm-hmm. and,
0: present. And you, well, I'm going to try and pronounce this one. Yababa a Got it. Yeah, yeah, present. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. yabab yeah, uh, Thanks to all of our Patreon subscribers, and thanks to everybody for supporting us
1: again. And... If you have been supporting us and you have been maybe, I don't know, wanted to buy a thing that has our name on it, you can now do that. (gasps) There is merch,
2: merch, merch, merch. There is
1: a post up at Patreon, but I will also give you the URL here if you want to check it out. It is represent.com slash store slash Nextlander. If you want to go buy a t-shirt or a hat or a mug that has our beautiful, beautiful branding on it. It's all there for you. That's nice. Yeah, we
0: should be better at promoting that stuff. I should have said it at the top of the show. That's uh. <laughs>
2: you can edit it in.
0: Yeah, I'll just uh, the banter. I didn't though. I'm telling you right now. I never did. <laughs> <laughs> I never, never went back and did it. Uh, yes, uh, that stuff is up now. You can go. You can go check it out. Hopefully, so the shipping stuff. I know it's. I know it's a nightmare.
1: You know what?
0: I'm just gonna say. I was gonna hope it's all right. No. I know it's a nightmare.
1: One of the reasons we went with represent is because they do direct shipping from Europe. It isn't all have to be shipped like from the United States to other places. But, uh, you know, then also inflation happened. And so everything's a little expensive right now, but we, we hope you are able to get this stuff at a reasonable cost.
0: Yeah. 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 That's all true. That's all true. Thanks everybody for supporting us. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to wear my next lander hat all around. It's so cool. In this
1: hot sun, I'm not putting any more Uh, clothes on. In fact, anything, I am stripping this (laughs) shit off as soon as I get out of here.
2: Uh, I want a uh, next lander surfboard.
1: That'll be like
0: wave five. (laughs) Wave five. Yeah. Uh, We've got a watch cast up currently. It is Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Mm -hmm. We have uh, the next two Star Trek episodes going up next week over on the Patreon. I will say this one of them is maybe my favorite star trek episode so far out of the three four you've seen a total yeah, of four so. episodes
1: <laughs> there are so
0: many more what's the one i really like oh the, the naked, naked time. time oh man yeah more i'm, I'm that, ready for please. the naked time right now let me tell you <laughs> uh watchcast is up we've got mass alex coming on thursday abby it's you're not join called us mass alex f- anymore you know that no it's that's <laughs> right it's called alexy quest uh abby you're gonna join us on friday
2: Oh yeah, for Gabriel more, Knight.
0: Hell yeah. More Gabriel more Knight, Werewolf will be Summer. back as well. And uh, what do we do on Monday? Oh, as Dust Falls on Monday, uh, you can go check that out. Speaking of uh, uh, Mass, Alex, or Giant Bomb related stuff, Abby, you were also on that Arcade Pit uh, today, right? Yes,
2: I did that this morning. Very fun. Um, I won really in a good way. Don't double check that. That's factual what I said. I won.
0: Fantastic. Another win mm-hmm. for Abby Russell. Yeah.
2: Exactly. Cross ag- off the list.
0: <laughs> Thanks again for coming on. We'll see you on Friday, Abby. Uh, see you there. That's going to do it. See you, folks. Let's try and stay. Continue to be cool is what I will say. <laughs> stay see you cool. next week.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Bye.